0: And let me just guarantee you this one thing, by the grace of God, this outreach will continue to unapologetically endeavor to preach the whole of the Word of God, regardless of who gets offended or not, in Jesus' name. And please remember that your prayers and support are vital to this operation. Thank you. Hello, friend. Todd with SafeguardYourSoul.com. I've got a question for you today, and that is simply... Is Jesus Christ the one and only Son, or is Jesus Christ the only begotten Son of God? Notice in the King James Bible, which I believe to be the preserved Word of God for the English-speaking peoples and the other ones to be counterfeit. If this particular verse, John 3:16, and how it's worded does not convince you of that I would be very concerned, and I believe you're going to see that as we talk about this topic, comparing with the King James Bible renders in John 3.16, compared to several of the most popular new quote-unquote Bibles. Notice John 3.16 in the King James Bible, for God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten, that's key, His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. The word begotten simply means procreated or generated. So we read here that God the Father generated the only begotten. That's what the word begotten means. John 1, 14 and 18 speaks of Jesus being the only begotten, the only one ever to be born on the earth after Adam that was begotten of the Father and uniquely in the womb of a virgin named Mary. Every man born after Adam was born, sired, if you will, or begotten of a sinful earthly father. He was generated, every man and woman, born after Adam. Because, see, when Adam and Eve sinned, death passed upon all men. Romans 5, verse 12 This is biblical truth or theology, the study of God 101, friends. I really encourage you to take notes to behold the truth of God concerning the word begotten. Jesus is said, and I believe it's only in the King James Bible, which further continues to distinguish it and separate it from the devil's counterfeits. Oh, yeah, the devil's counterfeits. Oh, how dare you say that, brother? Well, not at all. Jesus said that it was Satan that cometh to take away the word of God. Satan and his agents are the ones who do that. And that is Mark chapter 4, verse 15. Satan has from the beginning, beginning in the Garden of Eden, cast out upon and changed attitude and subtracted from the word of God. If you don't have a foundation in the first three chapters of the Bible, you have no foundation biblically, beloved. I would encourage you to read those three chapters prayerfully and study them closely in the King James Bible over and over and over. So John 3.16, again, in the King James Bible, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. In the NIV, the nearly or not inspired version, if you will, better known as the New International Version or perversion, 64,000 words are removed from this sad excuse for a Bible. 64,000 words. The stylist, one of the editing committee members, was Virginia Mollencott, a lifelong atheist, occultist, and lesbian. If that doesn't say enough, listen to this. NIV, John 3.16, For God so loved the world so much that he gave his one and only son. We'll get to that more in a minute. The ESV says only son. The NLT, the New Living Translation or Catastrophe, says one and only Son. So instead of only begotten Son, they say that Jesus was the one and only Son. But is that correct? No, not at all. Listen to 1 John chapter 3, verse 1 and 2, which says, Behold, what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us, that is, the children of God He speaking specifically of, that we, the members of the body of Christ, should be called the sons of God. So how could Jesus possibly be the, quote, one and only son when we are also called the sons of God? See, it's a contradiction of itself, which the new versions do over and over and over. I would encourage you and point you to a resource on SafeguardYourSoul.com called Bible Versions Issue or the Bible version. Just go to the category drop-down menu and put in B and you'll scroll down to Bible Versions, I believe, Issue. So the Bible says we are the sons of God. 1 John 3, verse 1 and 2. Also notice John 1, 12. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become, quote, the sons of God. That's us, all who believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. John 1, 12. Notice Romans eight fourteen. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the what? Sons of God. So how in the world could Jesus be the only son of God? when we are the sons of God also. See, Jesus wasn't the only son of God. He was the only begotten son of God. You take that word out of the Bible, and you don't have a Messiah. Because if Jesus was not begotten of the Father, he was begotten of a sinful man, and his blood was contaminated. You see, when Jesus said what First Peter calls the, his precious blood, it was divine blood, From his father, because we know from science, the study of God's creation, that is, that the blood of every child comes from the father, you see, and the blood that was in Jesus Christ's veins, being all God and all man, came from his father in heaven, who impregnated, generated, in and procreated in the womb of a virgin named Mary. That, again, proves there was no earthly father. He, procreator, generated the Word of God Himself, the very Son of God, Jesus Christ. Now, if you don't believe in the virgin birth, you have denied Christ, you have denied the Father, and you are not a Christian. That is an absolute essential to believe. I know this isn't talked about much, but it absolutely is an essential. It's in fulfillment of prophecy, namely, Isaiah 7:14. therefore the Lord Himself shall give you a sign, behold, a virgin shall conceive. Now, how can a virgin conceive unless that virgin, in this case, uniquely in all of history, was impregnated by the Heavenly Father? That would be impossible for a virgin to conceive if there was an earthly father, correct? Notice, behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son And shall call his name Emmanuel, God with us. That's Isaiah chapter 7, verse 14. Notice Matthew 1, verse 21 through 23. Here's the fulfillment in the New Testament of that prophecy, which came hundreds of years. I believe it was 740 years earlier, before it was fulfilled. Notice Matthew 1 says, And she shall bring forth a son, that's Mary the virgin, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Now, All this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, here it is. Behold, a virgin shall be with child and shall bring forth a son and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. You see, Jesus was God and is God and always has been God. and He was born the living word of God, impregnated. He was in, placed in the womb of Mary, a virgin, by the Father, and that makes him unique in all of history. And that's why his blood is called precious. You see, in the Old Covenant, God required that the blood of animals would be shed to atone for the sins of the people of God, and that depicted, that merely depicted what was to come when Jesus was manifested in the flesh to take away the sins of the world. John 1.29, Behold the Lamb of God, the definite article Lamb of God, of which these sacrifices in the Old Testament were mere shadows. Behold the Lamb of God, which taketh away the the sins of the world. That's John chapter 1, verse 29. Notice here in Leviticus chapter 17, verse 11, it says, For the life of the flesh is in the blood, and I have given it to you upon the altar to make an atonement for your souls." For it is the blood that maketh an atonement for the soul. See, God requires blood sacrifice. He has all the way from the beginning when Cain and Abel sacrificed before the Lord, uh, Abel sacrificed the blood of an animal or animals. See, God taught them, obviously, that was the sacrifice that he accepted and only that sacrifice. And that's why Cain, who offered an agricultural sacrifice, wound up committing the first murder. I call it religious murder because his own deeds were evil. And he was jealous of his brother and murdered his brother Abel, who had offered the correct sacrifice. He simply obeyed God and gave him what he desired. And that's what we must do to be in communion with God is do it his way. You're not going to come in his house into heaven, in his kingdom here on earth or eternally in heaven if you don't do things his way. I mean, let's face it, folks, that should be common sense. No one can come into your home unless he is meets the criteria. Surely you don't let just anyone in your home, right? Well, God is no different. He's the almighty. He's perfect. He's sinless and he knows all things. He is divine. And not just anyone is coming into his kingdom, into his eternal home in heaven. Only those who do things God's way. And God requires the shedding of blood. Notice Hebrews chapter 9, verse 22, it says, And almost all things are by the law purged with blood, and without shedding of blood is no remission i want to encourage you to memorize that without shedding of blood is no remission hebrews chapter 9 verse 22 first peter 1 calls the blood of jesus by the term the phrase the precious blood of the lamb and that was jesus and the only way he could fulfill prophecy isaiah seven fourteen, born is to be born of a virgin by the begetting of his father in the womb of that virgin, again, to beget our only begotten Son of God, which the King James Bible alone, I believe, renders, John 3.16, that Jesus is not the only Son of God, because we read earlier, in this many places, if you look up you search only begotten son, you're going to find that to refer to Jesus. And if you'll put in and search for the sons of God, sons, S-O-N-S, in the New Testament, we, his children, are the sons of God. Only Jesus was procreated or generated by the Father and begotten in the womb of a virgin named Mary. That is at the core of the gospel, beloved. After Adam, only one human being in history was procreated, if you will, generated. The father alone was the progenitor, if you will, of Christ Jesus in the womb of a virgin. So after Adam, again, only one human being in history was procreated or generated by the heavenly father. That's Jesus. All other men. We've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. Death passed upon all of us. All men after Adam. Romans 5, 12. All other men. And women had an earthly father whose blood was contaminated by sin. Are you beginning to see how important it is that Jesus, the Messiah, otherwise he wasn't the Messiah, be born of a virgin? That was an absolute essential to identify the Messiah. And we know him to be Jesus Christ, born of Mary, the virgin in Bethlehem. Hundreds of years before Jesus was born in Bethlehem, God's prophet Isaiah, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, foretold that the Messiah would be born of a virgin. Let me read it again. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel or God with us. Jesus Christ if not quote the only begotten of the father unquote is not the messiah and is a fraud anybody who says that jesus christ was not born of a virgin has denied the record of history and the gospel and calls jesus christ a fraud there's no two ways about it there could be no more essential doctrine to the christian faith than the virgin birth of jesus christ notice he is the only begotten of the father john 114. Again, in John 118, he is the only begotten son, the only son generated by the heavenly father directly in the womb of a virgin. You see, it is the spirit of Antichrist. The scripture tells us in first John 4, the spirit of Antichrist. Which the Bible said there are many antichrists all the way back in 2,000 years ago. In 1 John 2:18 uses the term "many antichrist." The spirit of antichrist denies that Jesus came in the flesh, which means He was born of a virgin, begotten of the Father, and therefore divine. Notice 1 John 4:2 and 3. Hereby know ye the spirit of God. Every spirit that confesseth not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh. And every spirit that confesseth not that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. And this is that spirit of Antichrist. And let me say this, folks, what do you think? What spirit do you think is behind these new versions that remove this essential element, component, and word begotten? you draw your own conclusion. I've got mine, okay? And I don't mind telling you it is the spirit of anti-Christ, to exile Christ, to deny Christ, and to put something else in place of Christ. He could not be the Messiah if he weren't born of a virgin begotten of the Father, yet they remove specifically target strategically this essential doctrine of the Christian faith. Now, I'm going to say this right here. I don't know how any true born-again believer could listen to this message unless I've got something wrong. But if I've got this right and you see it yourself in the Bible and you see how these versions of the Bible, these absolute fairy tale, ridiculously corrupted satanic new versions which slap the word Holy Bible, the words on the cover. I mean, some people are so gullible. I mean, after all, this is a Holy Bible. Oh, really? So that makes it the real Bible? Now I got news for you. You're completely deceived. How could anyone read these Bibles and not burn them after seeing this alone? I mean, not to mention, and you might want to take notes if you're actually a student of the Bible and have a spirit for the truth. Matthew 7:21, gone in the little fake news Bible that some of you guys defend. You ought to be ashamed of yourself when you see this stuff. I'm not going to argue with you about it. I do doubt your salvation. If you can sit there and look at verses removed, words like begotten, corrupted, are removed. Colossians 1.14, you think the attack of Satan wasn't strategic, at striking at the very essentials of the gospel and attacking Christ? Colossians 1.14, the blood of Jesus is removed, without which we cannot be saved. And you still got people, which I believe are full of the spirit of Antichrist, that are going to go ahead and defend and still use these so-called Bibles. That's it. Colossians 1.14, the blood of Jesus is removed. Don't take my word for it. Go compare. And if you're truly a Christian, I believe you'll be convicted and get rid of that filth that you've been reading and get a real Bible, the King James Bible. If I'm some kind of a freak for defending the faith, well, let it be. I rejoice in that. So how about 1 John 5.7? The clearest verse Again, we're underscoring how Satan, through these new versions, has attacked the strategic essential doctrine of the Christian faith. 1 John 5, 7. Go read it for yourself. I'm not going to go into detail. we got a Bible version issue category on SafeguardYourSoul.com, which is loaded with pretty much everything you'll ever need on this topic, although there's other people doing great expose also on these new versions, these new fairy tale, mythical, so-called versions of the Bible, or more. How about Romans 8, 1, chopped in half? If you're defending a so-called Bible that chops Romans a one and a half, wow, is all I can say. Wow, wow, wow. Okay, friends, I think we're going to close this down. We do have a post on this on the website, which you may be on right now. Was Jesus the only, the one and only son, or was he the only begotten son? Anyone who doesn't believe that Jesus Christ was born of a virgin, begotten of the heavenly, that would require her, the virgin, to have been impregnated by the heavenly Father, you see, if you don't believe that Jesus Christ was born of a virgin begotten exclusively by the Heavenly Father and is divine, uh, that person is a Christ-denying unbeliever and is not saved. Jesus Christ is the only begotten Son of God, not just the one and only Son, like the false versions say, because the Bible, again, says over and over that every Child of God on the earth today, every born-again believer is a son of God. So how in the world can Jesus be the one and only son of God? He can't. Jesus is only begotten son of God. Drill that in your spirit and your mind and forsake anything written or spoken that does not recognize Jesus as the only begotten son of God. God bless you, friend. I want to encourage you to pass this message on to others to broadcast it far and wide to believers all over the world and also to listen to it again until this truth is riveted in your heart and your mind. In Jesus' name, God bless you. Well, brothers and sisters, it's been a blessing to spend these moments with you in the Word of God. And remember, there's hundreds of more Christ-centered, scripture-rich, edifying podcasts on safeguardyoursoul.com forward slash audios. There's also a store page with several many books on there for your edification in Christ. They're all scripture-rich and Christ-centered. Also, tens of thousands of saints and sinners are being reached every month, and your prayers are coveted for the fruitfulness and supply of this outreach. God be praised, by the way, for those who are supporting, and feel free to visit our donate page on the site, and you can use your debit card, PayPal, or Patreon, and you can become a monthly sustaining member if you choose to do so, and a gift of any amount is so appreciated. Part of this outreach is to equip and supply other ministering disciples across our great country and all over the world, and may God be praised that there's fruitfulness happening among His people and through His beloved saints as we know that the return of our Lord Jesus Christ draws nigh, and we say, together in the words of Revelation 22. Even so, come Lord Jesus. Amen.